Hey everyone, you're listening to Five Years Time with your host, Grace Black. Hey everyone, welcome back to Five Years Time Podcast with your host, Grace. Wow, I'm in a singy mood today. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm always in a singy mood. Something about singing while you're talking that feels so good. Anywho, moving past that, this week we are really talking about a topic that just is affecting me. <laughs> Last week we talked all about control and giving up control. And as I'm breaking down what that means, I'm learning. I did a podcast episode all about this where asking for help is elite, so you can go listen to that. But we're digging even deeper into tangible ways to make ourselves better people at using our support systems. And Maybe you're a pro at this, but I can tell you I am not a pro. But before we dive into that, let's do a little weekly recap. This past week was... (laughs) I started with a fake laugh and then it turned into a real laugh because when I think about it, it's just like, you gotta laugh it off. You know what? There were highs and there were lows, as always. As always, this is what we're about embracing. So let's start with some highs. I had a really fun start to December. Can you believe it? December already? I can't. Christmas? Who's she? I can tell you that she does not exist in this house. (laughs) I have yet to put up Christmas. I was so determined as we've been talking about decluttering the house, then Christmas is going to get up. And I was like on a roll, feeling so good. I will say that decluttering has been a way bigger undertaking than I thought it would be. And it is wild how much stuff I have and have like our family has collected in this house or just in general, this house has collected. And I think something about the condo was we didn't have a lot of storage. So we literally one thing in one thing out like that was the rule. We had a little bit of like unnecessary things, but I would probably like declutter once a month. It was no big deal condo so small so easy no big deal um yeah when we moved here we had so many empty cupboards rooms everything like a whole whole a whole floor of our house was pretty much furnished unfurnished for like six to I don't even remember but more than six months um because yeah, we just didn't have a lot of stuff. And everyone said, oh, you'll fill it up. You'll fill it up. And I'm going to say, that's true. And you know what you fill it up with? Crap. (laughs) Like literally, I have just gone to using doors and cupboards as junk collectors. And anything that is in a place that didn't have things originally besides furniture. Why do I keep saying furniture? (laughs) Besides furniture, obviously. But like any of my extra kitchen storage or extra closets or random cabinets literally is just full of things that I've like shoved away because I didn't want to deal with it. And so now I'm dealing with it and it is taking time, but I'm feeling really good about it. Each day is a high and a low just in itself with that because those types of projects, like once you start, you feel great. Then when you're in the depths of it, it gets worse before it gets better, right? But 
as each room comes to a close, I'm working on our bedroom now, which I didn't think was going to be that bad, but it actually is. <laughs> we have two closets. Well, one's not a closet. Like one's kind of just like a random storage room almost. Like it doesn't have any, it has a bit of shelving, but it doesn't have any like bars or drawers. You know what I mean? It's almost just like a storage room. It's kind of random, but I actually have an exciting update for what I'm turning that into. Um, which I've actually gone back and forth on for so long. And I'm, I just feel like I'm going to commit to it because I'm so excited, but that announcement will come later. Anyways, then we have like our main closet, which is just like a standard closet. It's, it's two doors. They open, has a bar, has a shelf at the top. And yeah, finally we're just like getting through things. The thing is all summer I was like throwing boxes in there. I was like, oh, hide this in here, hide this in here. And I also think when you have kids, you're just like hiding things left and right. Like that's another reason you don't deal with it. It's like you don't have the time to deal with it. The kid's going to get into it. So you just like shove it somewhere. So it's just like all layered. But anyways, it's taking time. I've gotten through pretty much our main closet kind of. I still have to go through my clothes. And there's a bunch of clothes that I like don't use anymore. I, I saw this amazing TikTok and I'm actually going to write down this because I want to do a whole podcast episode on this maybe. But I saw this amazing TikTok that basically said that we need to think about what our wardrobes are, um, what they mean to us. Like what do we, like what do we actually do and wear or need to wear like for the majority of the time? Because that's what your clothes, that's what your closet should consist of. That's what your wardrobe should consist of. And it just kind of like blew my mind. I mean, I definitely have changed. I think we all have gone through a big change, especially with people working from home stuff and now, stuff now (laughs) and stuff now. But like, I feel like I have so much going out clothes, not going out like clubbing, but like going out maybe to dinner and to work and just being out in the world and being professional. I have so many clothes like that. And, you know, they're just not practical for my day to day anymore or comfortable. Like, and I don't reach for them. I love them and it's going to be hard to part with them, but I need to start getting like serious with what I like and what I use and what I don't use anymore because it'll bring life to somebody else's wardrobe and then I have space to bring in the things that I actually am yearning for like I just there's so many days a week where I just want to put on a cute comfy outfit and I just don't have that I have like maybe a few like I have like a couple cute, comfy outfits. I do. I have a couple and I have more in the summertime, but for the winter. And then I end up throwing on like an old pair of sweats that I don't even really like how they feel or fit and a t-shirt with a high neck on it, which I just, that I just feel so uncomfortable in and it's so structured and it's like some freebie t-shirt, which is nothing wrong with a freebie t-shirt, but I'm trying to explain like what the t-shirt is. Anyways, long story short with that is I'm just under, I'm just seeing now that I need to look at my closet differently than like, oh my gosh, I do love these pieces, but have I actually worn these? Do I actually reach for them? And I think I can now kind of declutter that part because I don't feel like I have room or space to put in clothes that I actually will wear and love every day. And you know what? Probably feel so much better in, um, knowing that I like am dressing for the comfort of my day. Yeah. Anyways. I think I'll do a podcast episode on that because I think clothes are such an important part of ourselves 
And yeah, I think that would be such a good podcast episode. Okay. <laughs> but anywho, we've been cleaning out the closets and I am still slowly working through it. And I was going to kind of just push through and maybe not get everything all the way 100% done and get Christmas up this weekend. But we caught a bug. So let's rewind to Friday. Friday, we had such a fun time. We went to, they were hosting a little concert downtown and I saw it come up on my social media and Ro loves concerts, like anything live music. She takes after her dad and me. I love live music, but Trev is like a concert goer. I guess we both are, but Trevor will go to concerts by himself if it's like a concert that I really don't want to go to. And usually I'll go to most concerts, but sometimes they're like a little too mosh pity for me. And I get like really bad panicky episodes in those situations. Like I just feel too discomfort. Everyone kind of compacts so quickly and it just, yeah. So if I, and a lot of the times when me and Trevor go to concerts, he'll go like mosh away and I'll like, we'll stand together. And then as soon as the main person comes on, it's like I exit to the side and then I'll stand over far back at the side where there's not many people and he'll like go be in with the crowd and we enjoy it that way. But anywho, that's a little side note. But so I was like free concert. Rose going to love that. And they were starting this like little uh, festival of lights type of thing going on downtown. So it was just like a very festive evening. So I was like, Friday, fun. Let's do that. Ro had been wanting to go to the library all week, but she was back and forth sick. And I was back and forth sick with an eye infection, which was annoying, but honestly, not the worst because we're coming up to the worst. But anyways, then Friday, everyone was feeling much better. So I said, let's go to the library after school and then we'll head downtown and meet dad for or meet Trevor for dinner and then we can go to this concert. So we did that. It was so fun. The library has so much more fun stuff now. Like every week we go, I swear it's even better. I am like the number one lab library advocate. If you're not going to your public library, you got to go, especially if you have kids. And honestly, like ours just started doing a bunch of programs and like book clubs and stuff for adults too. So I just think the library is such an amazing resource. Um, but anywho, so we went to the library and then we met up with Trevor and we went and got some dinner and then we had it down for the concert and they had dancers and, um, I'm trying to think of who it was that was playing my son, the hurricane. I think that's what it's called. They're like, a, uh, uh, I don't know what kind of group they are. They have all different instruments. They're like percussion and, uh, and windpipe, like they got all the different instruments. So anyways, we did that and it was so fun. Ro was loving it. They had a little photo booth set up outside, which was so cute. And then they actually had free photos with Santa inside the like performing arts building, which was amazing. And so we went and did that and it was just like perfect and such a wonderful time. And it was just nice to have everyone down there. And just like, I love community events like that. So anyways, we did that. And then Trevor started feeling a little off. He was like, you know, I'm feeling a little off. And I said, okay, we'll stay for one more song and go home. And then we got home and Trevor just went and laid down. I put Ro to bed. And as I was putting Ro to bed, I was like, mm, I'm feeling a little off too. And then let's just say that was the night for us to fight for the bathroom. <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't actually have to fight for the bathroom. It was like when I was asleep, he was in there. When when he was asleep, I was in there. It was just bad. We caught this stomach bug. I don't know if it was a stomach bug or if it was food poisoning. I don't know what it was, but it was bad and then we both woke up and just felt horrible and Rose like hey I feel amazing 
And yeah, all our family was busy, out of town, not available to help. So we basically had Ro and us and it was just, oh my gosh. So thankfully we came to the conclusion that we would like tag team with each other. So Trevor would spend like a couple hours with Ro. I could take a nap. I would spend a couple hours with Ro. He could take a nap. And thankfully, by the end of the day, Trevor was actually feeling so much better, which was amazing. And I was definitely not. <laughs> and I also like he Trevor was ready to eat by the end of the day. I was not. So I had like no energy and I just did not feel well. But that was good that he got his energy faster and that by Sunday he felt great. And so they were able to go off and do whatever and I could just rest all day. So that was literally a godsend. Amazing. Fabulous. And then I'm going to say yesterday I took it really easy being Monday. I took it really easy and um, it kind of brings me to what we're going to talk about today. But I'm going to say I was feeling super overwhelmed because I spent all weekend not doing anything that I typically do on the weekend, keeping up to date with um, the chores around the house, things with the family, things with social media, with work, all of that stuff. So I just felt really, really, really overwhelmed. And it was a mind game. I was playing this mind game and it was just a battle, especially because I had no distractions. It was just me, myself, my mind. And I was just playing this game where I needed to like literally battle myself to be like, Grace, it's okay. It's okay. Just chill today. Focus on one thing. What is one thing that you need to do? Because you don't have to hit the ground running. Enter slowly. Um, so you don't want to wipe yourself out. And so I just kept kept giving myself this pep talk, decided on my one thing that I was going to focus on on Monday while Ro was at school. And honestly, I'm so glad that I was able to fight through that and do that. But that's being said, we needed to rely on each other, me and Trevor a lot this weekend, and I needed to ask for help. And that's something I'm not good at, but I've actually put in, put in, um, what is it called? Like put in supports or put in place uh, protocol when I'm feeling overwhelmed and like signs for Trevor to look for so he knows when he can approach me to ask for help or to ask if I need help. And wow, that paid off so much this Monday. So let's jump into what I learned this week. What I learned this week. This week I learned that... I've been putting in the work since I made that podcast about asking for help. And today I'm going to tell you my five hot top tips for the person who does not and will not ask for help and how they can become the person that seeks the support that they need. Okay, we're support seekers or we're becoming support seekers. So these are my five things that I have been working on and that I continue to work on and that I try and remind myself when entering new relationships in any form of the word. And um, yeah, I think it really helps myself and it helps other people um, to understand me better. So let's dive deep. Number one is, oh, also, okay, yeah, no. We'll start with number one. (laughs) Number one is be honest. Tell your support people. Tell your support people, I'm bad at asking for help. And that's a quality about me. You know, in interviews when they're like, what's something you're great at? What's something you're not good at? Me asking for help. And you got to be honest about it. 
Because when you're honest about it, it means that your coworkers won't think I well, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be talking about coworkers, but I think this is helpful for coworkers. But like I think in general, it just means that um I think some people can take you not asking for help as um being excluded. I think I feel that sometimes. And I also think people can take you not asking for help as being maybe like controlling and you know what I think it is actually controlling sometimes not not that you're being a controlling person controlling the situation and I think sometimes we do actually lots of times most times we do need to open ourselves to other people's um, minds and ways that they do things and um, just like let go because what I'm learning is like I did not think that I was a very controlling person but I'm learning especially in my relationship with Trevor um, that I have a lot of things that I'm not easygoing about. And there's lots of things that I'm easy breezy beautiful, but there's a lot of things that I'm very particular with. And one thing that Trevor always tells me, I used to always say like, you never surprise me. And then I guess he started surprising me sometimes. I don't know. But anyways, um, every time he explains, I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Maybe I hate surprises. Cause apparently like anytime he do it, I'm like, oh, why'd you do it that way? Which makes me seem like I'm so rude, but like, in that moment, I'm realizing, like, I guess I do like things to be done or I do like to have a little bit of control over the situation. So, yeah, it's just a funny thing that, like, we don't – sometimes we don't see that in ourselves and it takes us, like, talking to other people and then, like, looking inwards and being like, oh, you know what? I actually know what I like and that's what I want. <laughs> uh, anyways, so be honest. Tell your support people. Tell the people in your life, hey, you know what? I'm not good at asking for help. And I'm actually so bad that I'll even turn down the help that like is needed. And that's so true about me. There's been so many situations in my life where I am visibly struggling and people will be like, hey, can I help you with that? I'm like, oh, no problem. Why? Why do I do that? It's because I don't want to be a burden and I'm nervous to ask to, for help. And I don't know. It's a nerve-wracking thing. But anyways, so be honest. Tell the people in your life, I'm not the best at asking for help. And something I've done with Trevor is I've told him, um, I've told him like specific times in the day where I will feel overwhelmed quickly. And that is like the morning typically when we're doing drop-off and bedtime. I find those two times like drop-off in the sense of like leaving the house and then bedtime I find sometimes I can get really overwhelmed because there's a lot going on and I definitely am not in control of all the people in play. (laughs) And so I just feel like I also like take in a lot of my surroundings. So like for me, messes, like things not being picked up can get to me really, really quickly, even if it's in like a far away room. For example, on Monday morning when I was literally feeling the world on my shoulders, like that's how I felt. I knew that Rose room needed to be picked up and it was on a floor above us. It probably even had the door closed and I could not stop thinking about that, which just made me, and like, But it's so funny because like literally our main floor was like trashed, like there was stuff everywhere, but that wasn't bothering me. It was just that I knew that Rose room needed to be picked up and it was like another thing on my to-do list and I could not get it out of my head. And then Trevor saw like saw something in me. He knows what signals or yeah, he knows what I visibly look like when I'm like uncomfortable and 
out of control, not out of control, but overwhelmed. He knows what to look for. And he came to me and he said, Hey Grace, what, what's, what's up? What's wrong? And I'm like, I'm just feeling really overwhelmed. I think also articulating yourself is really important in these moments. I'm feeling really overwhelmed. Okay. Like don't, he's like giving me a pop top. Like, don't worry. There's nothing to be overwhelmed. Like you don't like literally there's nothing that needs to be done except for we need to take Rosie to school. But like anything other than that, it's all good. Like we will get there when we need to get there. And I was like, I just feel like I have so much stuff to do. And I feel like I have been battling with myself all weekend. And I'm just feeling like really like insecure and overwhelmed. And so what I want to do today is laundry. That's all I want to do today. And he was like, okay, got it. So what can I do right now that's making you feel overwhelmed um, so that you can focus on that? And I said, I really need Rose room to be picked up. And so he went upstairs and he picked up Rose room and it was like, oh my gosh, like, ah, like that literally, I could have cried. I could cry now talking about it because that is something that I never, ever, 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 ever do on my own. And this wasn't even me doing it on my own, but because I had put in those supports and I was honest with Trevor about my lack of skill for asking for help, he knew to come to me to ask what I could help him, what he could help me with. And he knew to push even harder because I would be someone who would be like, no, it's okay. I don't need anything. But like we were able to work together in that moment and create an action plan. And it just made the whole day go so much better. And I think after like little wins like that, that's when the more you practice, like the more you're going to get better at it. I'm jumping ahead on my list of things to do. Anyways, next. Okay. So that one was be honest with the people around you. Let people know I'm not good at asking for help and I need help asking for help. (laughs) Okay. Number two, make a list of the to-dos and be practical. What won't you be able to get done on your list? Hmm? What can't you get on done on your own? Time to delegate. Uh, Delegating. Now, when I used to work. That was my downfall. (laughs) No wonder. Because asking for help is the same thing pretty much as delegating. Um, And I worked really hard to be a good delegator. And and in a work setting, I found it a little bit easier because I can make really tactical lists. And I would go like super deep, make a like spreadsheet, Google calendars, all these things. I would just like make it so detail oriented that like I could literally just be like okay you're in charge of this you're in charge of this you're in charge of this but like in your personal life you don't think to do that but why can't you do that why can't you I think it's so beautiful to lay your mind out and sort it out and I need to be so much better at this I used to be amazing at this and recently I've just been like not (laughs) so this this is something that I think is so important like especially when you're feeling overwhelmed but prior to feeling overwhelmed is just write out everything that you want to do that day or that week or whatever and be be realistic what can you do and if there's things that you can't do but you have support then who can you ask to help you and then anything else isn't really that important so I think it's just important to be honest with yourself each week what do you have to do And how can the people around you support that? Okay, number three, get comfortable with letting go control. At the end of the day, I think that's what it comes down to me is that, well, I think there's two things, but I think a big part of it is control, especially when it comes to house chores, because I am very particular. I wish I wasn't this way. I wish I could just love the way other people clean the kitchen or love the way other people do laundry or love all these other things. Like I wish I could just be chill girl. 
I wish. Like, I don't want to have to do this all the time and feel like, and I don't want someone else to do it and then me feel like nitpicking, like, oh, you didn't wipe the counter. Oh, you didn't do this. Like, I don't want to be that way. And the thing is, other people are just thinking about it a different way, doing it a different way. And it's not even, and are doing it over a different span of time. Like, I just need to be more comfortable with letting it go. And then on top of that, like, yeah, letting go of control and then also just letting go if it's not clean the way that you would want it to be cleaned. If you actually can't fix the problem because like you're you're going to explode, you have so many other things to do, like just chill, be grateful, be grateful that someone helped you. And so I just think we just need to like get comfortable with letting go control because there's so much beauty in the way that other people do things that we don't even think about. And I think one of the beauty is that someone else is doing something and then you don't have to do it. That is beautiful. <laughs> okay. Number four, this is, this is the other half. So control. And then number four is you're not a burden. People love to be helpful. I love to be helpful. I love when I can help other people. Like people love that. And you enjoy being helpful, right? You think you're he- <laughs> you think you're being helpful by not asking for help. Okay? That's like me to a T. I think I'm a burden and I think that I'm being helpful when I'm not asking people for help. <laughs> but that's not true. And a lot of the times that's really really not true. Because if you're just going to burn yourself out, then there's going to be days where you're low. And you're not going to be able to keep up with all the things that you normally keep up with. And it's just going to be like wibbly wobbly, wibbly wobbly. And I'm not saying you're not allowed to have low days, but you know what I mean? Like the schedule isn't as going to be as frequent and this could be in work, personal, etc. But then also like you have to remember people love to be helpful. I think there is like, uh, I think there's a line like definitely where it's like not being a burden, but like I do think that you could potentially put too much on one person I always think back to like uh wedding parties like being bridesmaids and stuff like that like that is not something I would sign up for in my life moving forwards probably (laughs) just because I always feel like you all of a sudden get so much work that like why do I have to do this? Like, I don't know. That's a whole other side story. And that might make me seem like a B-I-T-C-H. Sorry. Um, Anyways, but like, I do think that, yes, you could probably maybe, well, I don't think this is going to be an issue for you. If you are like me and we are not people who ask for help, I definitely don't think we're going to go from like not asking to help to being a burden. But I do think that there is a line of like appropriate and not appropriate. And like, I think that we also need to expand our supports and not just focus on one person. And this goes for Trevor. Like me and Trevor now have this relationship where we go two ways. I know what he needs. He's really great at asking for help, but like he knows what I need, but I also can't support my whole self on Trevor. So I have to open up my support and make sure that I'm using the community around me and then same for him. And so I just think that like with each person that you build that relationship with, um, once you get comfortable with that, now open it up to the next friend or the next family member or the next coworker, and you'll start building a bigger support unit and it'll make it really flawless for you not to become that burden because you can kind of like go from one person to the next. Or you have this person, this friendship is for, or this friend always helps you with these types of things, or this partner always helps you with these types of things. You know what I mean? But like at the end of the day, 
We like being helpful. It feels good to help other people. And yeah, so don't be afraid. Don't think you're being a burden. Okay, number five, the fifth and final. Oh my gosh, that's the morning toast. Na 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 na. Ba da 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 da. Bo ba da da da. Da 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 da. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I I rarely do lists, and um, anyways, that's the toast. If you don't listen to that podcast, you definitely should. I love the toast. Um, and when I said number five and then did the fifth and final I just totally broke out into their little thing that's what they always do for that story or they tell the top five stories of the day or the hot five stories what is it called oh my gosh now I can't remember but anyways that was so fun that was fun okay um yeah so go check out the toast but moving on to number five practice 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 ask for help once a day make it make it an initiative it could be something small like hey can you pass me this or hey like I need to um I'm gonna make this for dinner can you pick this up or hey Jeremy from marketing um I like don't understand what that meeting was about do you have a chance to run over it with me come on once a day ask for help once a day and then once you get comfortable with that go from there do it a little bit more a little bit more here and there Um, And you're going to feel good. I think if we like be purposeful with our actions, um, it really helps. And I sometimes find practicing so hard. I think the two first weeks of anything that you're doing new practice wise, if you could just get through those two weeks, it like really becomes like an enjoyable task. I really think it just becomes like second nature. Like, oh, ask for help here. Ask for help there. Anyway, so like practice. Come on. Think about at least one thing that you can ask for help every single day and do it. Make a point of doing it. Make it a point that you're going to ask for this help. Just do it. It's It'll be good. You'll make people feel wanted, loved, involved, appreciated, helpful. People love to be helpful. <laughs> I feel like I just keep saying that. But yeah, especially in this world where we're all like so alone, like I feel like that's one thing we all have in common is that at the end of the day, we're by ourselves feeling alone, even even when we're busybodies out in the world, enjoying everything, like being with people all the time. Like even if you're that type of person, at the end of the day, you do come back to yourself and you're alone and you get these feelings of like, oh, I'm so lonely, even though it might not be reality, but like that's how you feel. So it's valid. And I just think if we reach out and ask for help once a day to somebody, that could be a a win-win on both ends. Why not? Anyways, those are my five tangible tasks and tips to become the better and best asking for help cutie you can be. And yeah, it just feels really good that me and Trevor were able to have that moment on Monday where I was feeling beyond overwhelmed. And it was like, we're a team. It was a really team bonding moment. We've had lots of team bonding moments over all different things, but this one really involved me needing to ask for help and Trevor knowing to ask me if I need help and me moving past my boundaries and not saying, no, I'm okay. It's all good. (laughs) And then like, feel like I'm literally dying and get stuck in my brain (laughs) because I'm just like, oh my gosh, there's too much stuff to do. So yeah. 
it's just a really beautiful thing. And I hope we can all work on this together. And if you're amazing asking for help, go you. My mom is so good at asking for help. She's like number one delegator. And I just like don't understand the disconnect between me and her. I feel like she is so good at like she is so helpful. She's always willing to jump in and help and participate. But then she's also amazing at asking others to jump in and help and participate. And I feel like that's such a great, great quality. Like just being able to pull people together and work towards something. I think that's an amazing quality. So I want to I want to participate in that. I want to be an awesome ask for helper. But yeah, that's it. Let's get into our entity. Oh, no, our roses, buds and thorns. Roses, buds, and thorns. Okay, my rose of the week. Hmm. Oh, me and my mother-in-law got together to make sponge toffee. (laughs) Foreshadowing, we failed. (laughs) I don't think that's foreshadowing if I tell you we failed. Um, Foreshadowing would be like, foreshadowing, the pot was really hot maybe too hot. Um, Okay, anyways. Yeah, we burned it in the last second, which I have been confirmed with other people that that is the time that you typically burn this stuff. But I'm going to try again. I'm really looking forward to it. But we had a great time together. It was like my first holly jolly moment. It was on December 1st. I didn't even mean to plan it that way. But it was wonderful. And I'm glad because she sent me home with the two ingredients that I didn't have in my house that I would need to make it. And so I'm now set and I'm excited. I'm going to make it and I'm going to share it with the fam and it's going to be perfection. I just know it. You know, I actually don't know because it's candy making. So like you truly it's a last minute type of thing. But I believe in myself. We're going to do it. But anyway, so that was my bud was just or my thorn. Oh, my gosh. My rose <laughs> was just spending that time with her um, cooking in the kitchen, making up a storm. OK, my thorn, uh, besides being sick, since I already talked about that. It's that we haven't got Christmas up yet at all. But you know what? I'm actually kind of like moving on from it. I was feeling really like run down in the idea. Like, oh my gosh, it's already Christmas. But it isn't. I know I said last week, like growing up, we would put up the Christmas tree like two weeks, sometimes like one week before Christmas, sometimes even like the day before Christmas. And sometimes it felt so like, oh, Christmas came and gone. Um, or like a lot of work for like, not that much but like I'm actually thinking like I'm not ready (laughs) and I really wanted to clutter because I know I'll feel so much better and yeah so last night what we did instead I know this was my supposed to be my thorn but it's kind of turning into a good thing which it always does this that's if this is your first time listening it my thorns always turn into a good thing (laughs) the silver lining. But anyways, last night we went for a walk after dinner, which it is pitch black after dinner. It's pretty much pitch black while we're having dinner. Um, but yeah. And I was like, you know what? We should go for a walk around the neighborhood and see everyone's lights because I feel like so many neighbors have lights up and I could take that as like, Oh, I feel so bad. I haven't put up my lights yet. Like we're not festive, but I turned it into this really fun activity that we were able to do before bed. We got fresh air. We took Alibi for a walk. We saw all the beautiful lights and it just felt really great. And I loved that. So 
this was a way that I could use my surroundings to change the way I felt about the fact that we didn't have Christmas going on necessarily in our house. And we'll get there. There's no rush. We'll get there. And it will be just as magical. Um, okay, my bud. Hmm. What is my bud? Ooh, my mom is coming over on Thursday and we are baking up a storm because she's responsible for cookies at church this weekend, I believe, which means that we get to make all the classic like Christmas cookies, which I just absolutely love. So that'll be so fun. And I just love a house smelling like baked goods, cooking in the kitchen with the gals. I love that. That's my that's my type of jam. Um, and yeah, that's that. Let's get into entertainment recap. Entertainment recap. Okay, cuties. This is the entertainment recap that you've been waiting for. Just kidding. You don't know that I watch this. I started a show called Hacks. I believe I started it. I think I watched it all weekend because I was sick. So yeah, you don't even know I started this, but it is hilarious. I had a TikTok come up on my for you page that said, if you like, I think it was saying, if you like, what was it saying? If you like White Lotus, was that what it was saying? Uh, It was doing it in a comparison to a show. I think it was White Lotus. Then you might like these shows as well. And I was like, okay, I love White Lotus, like freaking love it. We'll get to the White Lotus recap after, but like, obsessed um so I'm like okay let's jot these down so they said that hacks on HBO I would love it was so good and hilarious and I cried I laughed I loved it so if you have not watched hacks on HBO it's so good it's just two seasons and they're 30 minute episodes but it really truly is I love everything about it I loved all the storylines I loved it um I started Succession. That was another show that this TikTok had told me. If you like this, you like Succession. And Trevor has been wanting me to watch Succession for so long. I remember last year when it was playing, um, I think the neighbors were watching it and they would like be recapping it. But the good thing for me is when people are recapping a show that I don't watch and don't plan on watching, I literally don't take in any of the information. So I don't know anything about it. And I wasn't planning on watching it, but then this TikTok said, you'll like it. And I was like, okay. Trevor's like, so hyped. He was like, oh my gosh. Okay, we have it all. Like, go watch it. So I started Succession. And I started last night. I watched one episode. I think I fell asleep halfway through the second one. I wasn't om- I wasn't even going to start the second one because I was like, I think I'm going to fall asleep. But it was only like 8.45. So I was like, come on, Grace, power through. But no, I did not power through. So I'll probably just start the second one again. So far, I don't really know what it's about. Like, I think it's about someone who owns a company and he's going to pass away or he's retiring and all his kids are fighting for different things, but I'm not fully sure what they're fighting for. Like, do they all want to be in charge of the company? How did the one person decide that he was going to be in charge? I don't know. I can't decide what it's about and I'm not sure if I like it yet, but I trust that I'm going to like it because I love tax. And this person said I'd like Succession. And Trevor's really excited. And he thinks I'm going to love it too. And I think it's still out. And there'll be new seasons coming. So me and Trevor can watch it together eventually. But yeah. I also noticed in the first um, episode that it was filmed in Toronto right away. That's fun. I always love a good Toronto moment. Okay. And then Winter House. Uh, What was it about Winter House? Ooh, I can't think of her name. The new girl who is blonde and is hooking up with the new guy who's blonde and wears a pearls or a chain I think he wears pearls I'm not sure I'm sorry I'm so bad with their names right now but 
anyways they've been like hooking up hanging out and she's like full in love and he's like player like this is just for fun um vacation mode which is fine but I'm worried that there's a little miscommunication and I think there needs to be a little bit more open what this is actually about because she is falling hard and they're only a weekend so yeah that's my that's my one opinion on that and then hmm what else oh white lotus duh okay me and trevor are gonna watch white lotus after this which i'm so excited because we did we typically watch on mondays but what did i feel like trevor oh trevor had a rehearsal because he's performing this weekend in like the christmas musical whatever um so he had a music rehearsal but anyways uh we didn't get to watch white lotus which is why i started succession and i'm so excited to watch it tonight and that is i think just my biggest thing about white lotus is last season i love the first season but this season just makes me want the next episode so bad and i just am thoroughly enjoying it i love every storyline i love everything that's happening we ended on that note of incest and um that I can't think of what her character name is but the redhead who was talking to Aubrey Plaza or like they're in the relationships well they're not in a relationship but like they're with her husbands when they were talking and she was like admitting to like having a trainer that is her like affair and then she was like do you want to see a picture of him and she shows the kid like is the kid his there was just so many layers happening in that and oh my gosh I am so excited and now that I'm talking about this I feel like I recapped this last week (laughs) because now I'm thinking I'm like oh I probably recapped this last week because I would have watched it on Monday but anywho if you didn't watch last week's episode I'm just so so excited and I feel like we ended on a really dark note like it was everything was spiraling and like there was like boo, 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 the music was becoming all like intense so I just feel like I'm intrigued to see how they pick it back up like is it gonna go to like a sunshiny morning or are we still in the depths of secrets because I love that um but yeah so I'm really loving White Lotus if you're not watching it please you gotta watch it and also Hacks was hilarious and really heartwarming If you want to know what I've been listening to, my playlist this week is my favorite Christmas songs, which go from happy to sad. I love sad Christmas music. Sue me. No, just kidding. There's something sentimental. I I actually was thinking about making a new playlist called I Cry When I'm Happy, I Cry When I'm Sad because I just love music that makes you feel things, okay? Anywho, also check up on our weekly vlog over on YouTube to see what's been going on. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. This is our second last episode of the year. Next week will be our last episode and it will also be our anniversary episode. Two years. So we're going to have a lot of fun next week celebrating the end of the year, wrapping up, having our two-year party, and then we'll be on break for those two weeks until January where we'll come back for season three of five years time which is just mind boggling three season three thank you so much for being here sending you so much love support hugs let's get out there and ask for help bye cuties